it seems to me that no matter when I choose to do the recordings for Edgar Allan Poe readings, my cat decides to drive me absolutely batshit crazy, and this week is no exception. So this is my second try at doing so without him crinkling bags because he's hungry and he's been fed. So without further ado, we shall start again. <laughs> this week we are going to start off with Duzante, 1837, Edgar Allan Poe. Fair isle, that from the fairest of all flowers, thy gentlest of all gentle names dost take. How many memories of what radiant hours at sight of thee and thine at once awake. How many scenes of what departed bliss. How many thoughts of what entombed hopes. How many visions of a maiden that is. No more, no more upon thy verdant slopes. No more, alas, that magical sad sound. Transforming all, thy charms shall please no more. Thy memory no more, accursed ground. Henceforth I hold thy flower in a meld shore. O hyacinth isle, O purple zante, Isuadoro Fioro de Levante. 1829, Sonnet to Science. Science, true daughter of old time thou art, who alterest all things with thy peering eyes? Why prayest thou thus upon the poet's heart, vulture whose wings are dull realities? How should he love thee, or how deem thee wise? Who wouldst not leave him in his wandering to seek for treasure in the jeweled skies? Albeit he soared with an undaunted wing, hast thou not dragged Diana from her car? Driven the Hamadryad from the wood to seek a shelter in some happier star? Hast thou not torn from the Naiad from her flood, the elfin from the green grass, and from me, the summer dream beneath the tamarind tree? Al Araf, part first mysterious star, thou wert my dream all along a summer night. Be now my theme by this clear stream. Of thee I will write, meantime from afar, bathe me in light. Thy world has not the dross of ours, yet all the beauty, all the flowers, that lists our love or deck our bowers. In dreamy gardens, where do lie dreamy maidens all the day, while the silver winds of Circasse on violet couches faint away. Little, oh, little dwells in thee, like unto what on earth we see. Beauty's eye is here the bluest, in the falsest and untruest. On the sweetest air doth float the most sad and solemn note. If with thee be broken hearts, joy so peacefully departs, that its echo still doth dwell, like the murmur in the shell. Thou, thy deepest, truest type of grief, is the gentle falling leaf, Thou, thy framing is so holy, sorrow is not melancholy. Twas a sweet time for Nessus, for there her world lay lolling on the golden air. 
near four bright suns, a temporary rest, a garden spot in desert of the blessed, away, away, mid seas of rays that roll empyrean in splendor o'er the unchained soul, the soul that scarce the billows are so dense can struggle to its destined eminence. To distant spears from time to time she rode and lay two hours the favored one of God. But now the ruler of an anchored realm, she throws aside the scepter, leaves the helm, and amid the incense and high spiritual hymns, laves in quadruple light her angel limbs. Now happiest, loveliest, in yon lovely earth, whence sprang the idea of beauty into birth falling and race through many a startled star like women's hair mid pearls until afar it lit on hills Achaean and there dwelt she looked into affinity and knelt rich clouds for canopies about her curled the emblems of the model of her world seen but in beauty not impeding sight of other beauty glittering through the light a wreath that twined each starry form around, and all the opaled air in color bound. All hurriedly she knelt upon a bed of flowers of lilies, such as rear the head. On the fair capo ducado, and sprang so eagerly around about to hang upon the flying footsteps of deep pride of her who loved immortal and so died. The cephalica budding with young beads upreared its purple stem around her knees, and gemmy flower of trepezoid misnamed, inmate of highest stars, where erst it shamed. All other loveliness, its honey dew, the fabled nectar that has the heathens knew, deliriously sweet was dropped from heaven and fell on gardens of the unforgiven, and trebezoid and on a sunny flower, so like its own above that to this hour, it still remaineth torturing the bee with madness and unwanted reverie. In heaven and all its environs the leaf and blossoms of the fairy plant in grief. Disconsolate linger grief hangs her head, repenting follies that full long have fled, heaving her white breast to the balmy air like guilty beauty chastened and more fair. Nicence, too, as sacred as light, she fears to perfume, perfuming the night. In Clydea, pondering between many a sun while pettish tears down her petals run. And that aspiring flower that sprang on earth and died ere scarce exalted into birth, bursting its adorous heart and spirit to wing its way to heaven from garden of a king and valisnerian lotus thither flown from struggling with the waters of the rhone in thy most lovely purple perfumes and tell isoldoro fioro de levante and the nelumbo bud that floats forever with indian cupid down the holy river fairy flowers and fairy to whose care is given to bear the goddess song in orders up to heaven. Spirit that dwellest where in the deepest sky, the terrible and faint in beauty vie beneath the line of blue 
the boundary of the star, which turneth at the view of thy barrier of thy bar, of the barrier overgone by the comets who are cast from their pride and from their throne to be drudges till the last, to be carriers of fire, the fire of their heart, with speed that many not tire, with pain that shall not part, who livest that we know in eternity we feel, but the shadows of whose brow with spirit shall reveal, though the beings of thy nias, thy messenger hath known, hath dreamed for thy infinity a model of their own. Thy will is done, O God, the star hath ridden it high through many a tempest, but she rode beneath thy burning eye. And here in thought to thee, in thought that can alone ascend the empire and so be a partner of thy throne. By winged fantasy, my embassy is given till secrecy shall no ledge be in the environs of heaven. She seized and buried, then her burning cheek abashed amid the lilies where they are to seek. A shelter from the fervor of his eye, for the stars trembled at the deity. She stirred not there, breathed not, for a voice was there. How solemnly pervading the calm air, a sound of silence in the startled ear, which dreamy poets named the music of the spear. Ours is a world of worlds, of words quiet we call silence, which is the merest word of all. Here nature speaks, and even Ideal things flap shadowy sounds from visionary wings, but ah, not so when, thus in realms on high, the eternal voice of God is passing by, and the red winds are withering in the sky. What though in the worlds which sightless cycles run, linked to a little system and one sun, where all my love is folly, and the crowds still think my terrors, but the thunder cloud, the storm, the earthquake, and the ocean wrath, ah, will they cross me in my angrier path? What through and though in words which own a single sun, the sands of time grow dimmer as they run, yet thine is my resplendency, so given to bear my secrets through the upper heaven. Leave Tentalus thy crystal home and fly with all thy trine, train athwart the moony sky. Apart like fireflies in Sicilian night and wing to other worlds another light. Divulge the secrets of thy embassy to the proud orbs that twinkle and so be. To every heart a barrier and a ban, lest the stars totter in the guilt of man. Uprose the maiden in the yellow night, the single moon eved on earth we plight. Our faith to one love and one moon adore, the birthplace of young beauty had no more. As sprang the yellow star from downy hours, uprose the maiden from her shrine of flowers, and bent over her sheeny mountain and dim plain. Her way, but left not yet, her Thurisian reign. Part 2 High in a mountain of enameled head, such as a drowsy shepherd on his bed, of giant pasturage lying at his ease, raising his heavy eyelid, starts and sees, with many a muttered hope to be forgiven, what time the moon is quadrated in heaven, a rosy head that towering far away into the sunlit ether caught the ray. Of sunken suns at eve at noon of night, while the moon danced with the fair stranger light. 
upreared upon such height arose a pile of gorgeous columns on the unburthened air. Flashing from Parian marble, the twin smile far down upon the wave that sparkled there, and nursled the young mountain in its lair of molten stars, their pavement such as fall through the ebon air, desilvering the pall of their own dissolution while they die, adorning then the dwellings of the sky, a dome by linked light from heaven let down, set gently on these columns as a crown. A window of one circular diamond there looked out above into the purple air and raised from God shot down that meteor chain and hallowed all the beauty twice again. Save when between the Empyrean and that ring, some eager spirit flapped his dusky wing. But on the pillars, seraph eyes have seen the dimness of this world, that grayish green, that nature loves the best for beauty's grave, lurked in each cornice round each architrave and every sculpture cherub thereabout that from his marble dwelling peered out seemed earthly in the shallow of his niche achaean statues in a world so rich freezes from tudmore and persepolis from balbec and thy stilly clear abyss to beautiful gomorrah oh the wave is now upon thee, but too late to save. Sound loves to revel near a summer night. Witness the murmur of the gray twilight that stole upon the ear in Erico of many wild stargazer long ago, that stealth ever on the ear of him who musing gazeth on the distant dim and sees the darkness coming as a cloud is not its form, its voice most palpable and loud. But what is this? It cometh and it brings a music with it. Tis the rush of wings, a pause, and then a sweeping, falling strain. And Nisace in her halls again from the wild energy of wanton haste. Her cheeks was flushing and her lips apart. In zone that clung around her gentle waist had burst beneath the heaving of her heart within the center of that hall to breathe. She paused and panted, Sante, all beneath the fairy light that kissed her golden hair and longed to rest yet could be sparkled there. Young flowers were whispering in melody to happy flowers that night and tree to tree. Fountains were gushing music as they fell in many a starlit grove or moonlit dell. Yet silence came upon material things, fair flowers, bright waterfalls, and angel wings, and sound alone that from the spirit sprang bore burthen to the charm the mod that the maiden sang. Neath bluebell or streamer or tuft wild spray, they keeps from the dreamer the moonbeam away. Bright beings that ponder with half-closing eyes on the stars which your wonder hath drawn from the skies. Till they glance through the shade and come down to your brow, like eyes of the maiden who calls on you now. Arise from your dreaming and violet bowers to duty beseeming these starlit hours. And shake from your tresses encumbered with dew the breath of those kisses that cumbers them too. Oh, how without you, love, could angels be blessed? Those kisses of true love that lulled you to rest. Up, shake from your wing each hindering thing. The dew of the night, it would weigh down your flight. 
and true love caresses. Oh, leave them apart. They are light on the tresses, but hang on the heart. Legia, Legia, my beautiful one, whose harshest idea will muddily run. Oh, is it thy will on the breezes to toss or capriciously still like the lone albatross? Incumbent on night as she on the air to keep watch with delight on the harmony there. Legia, whatever thy image may be, no magic shall sever thy music from thee. Thou hast bound many eyes in a dreamy sleep, but the strains still arise which thy vigilance keep. The sound of the train, the rain which leaps down to the flower and dances again in the rhythm of the shower. The murmur that springs from the growing of grass are the music of things but are modeled alas. Away then, my dearest, oh, hie thee away to spring that lie clearest beneath the moon ray. To lone lake that smiles in its dream of deep rest at the many star isles that enjoy in its breast. Where wildflowers creeping have mingled their shade on its margin and sleeping full many a maid. Some have left the cool grade and have slept with the bee. Arouse them, my maiden, on moorland and lee. Go breathe on their slumber all softly in ear, the musical number they slumbered to hear. For what can awaken an angel so soon, whose sleep hath been taken beneath the cold moon? As the spell which no slumber of witchery may test, the rhythmical number which lulled him to rest. Spirits and wing and angels to the view, a thousand seraphs burst thy empyrean through. Young dreams still hovering on their drowsy flight, seraphs in all but knowledge the keen light that fell refracted through thy bounds afar, O death from eye of God upon that star. Sweet was that air, sweeter still that death. Sweet was that air, even with us the breath of science dims the mirror of our joy. To them twere the moon and would destroy. For what to them availeth it to know that truth is falsehood or that bliss is woe? Sweet was their death with them to die was rife with the last ecstasy of satiated life beyond that death to no immortal immortality, but sleep the pondereth is not to be. And there, oh, may my weary spirit dwell, hell, apart from heaven's eternity, and yet how far from what guilty spirit in what shrubbery dim heard not the stirring summons of that hymn, but too they fell for heaven no grace imparts to those who hear not for their beating hearts, a maiden angel and her seraph lover, oh, where and ye may seek the wide skies over, was love the blind near sober duty known, and guided love hath fallen mid tears of a perfect moan. He was a goodly sport, and a spirit he who fell, a wanderer by mossy mantles well, a gazer on the lights, the shine above, a dreamer in the moonbeam by his love. What wonder for each star is I like there, and look so sweetly down on beauty's hair, and they and every mossy spring were holy, to his love-haunted heart melancholy. The light had found to him a night of woe upon a mountain crag, young Angelo. Beetling, it bends athwart the solemn sky and scowls on starry worlds that down beneath it lie. 
Here stayed he with his love, his dark eye bent with eagle gaze along the firmament. Now turned it upon her, but ever then it trembled to one of constant star again. Yelanti, dearest, see how dim that ray, how lovely tis to look so far away. She seemed not thus upon the autumn eye. I left her gorgeous halls, nor mourned to leave. That eve, that eve, I should remember well. The sun ray dropped in Lumnos with a spell. On the arabesque carving of a gilded hall, wherein I sate and on the drapered wall. And on my eyelids, oh, the heavy light. How drowsily it weighed them into night. On flowers before, and midst and in love they ran, with Persian Saadi and his ghostan. But oh, that light, I slumbered death the while, stole over my senses in that lovely isle, so softly that no single silken hair awoke that slept or knew that it was there. The last spot of earth's orb I trod upon was a proud temple called the Parathenion. More beauty clung around her combed wall than even thy glowing bosom beats withal. And when old time my wing did disenthrall, then sprang I as the eagle from his tower, years I left behind me in an hour. What time upon her airy bounds I hung, when half of the garden of her globe was flung, unrolling as a chart into my view, tentalous cities of the desert too. I am the beauty crowded on me then, and half I wished to be again of men. My Angelo... And why of them to be a brighter dwelling place is here for thee, and greener fields than in you world above, in women's loveliness and passionate love. But list, Lyanthi, the air so soft, failed as my pennant spirit leapt aloft. Perhaps my brain grew dizzy, but the world I left so late was in chaos hurled, sprang from her station on the winds apart and rolled aflame the fiery heavens athwart. Methought, my sweet one, then I ceased to soar, and fell not swiftly as I rose before, but with a downward tremulous motion through, a light brazen raised this golden star in two, nor long the measure of my falling hours, for neared of all stars was thine to ours. Dread star that came amid a night of mirth, a red dandelion of the timid earth. We came to thy earth, but not to us. Be given to our lady's bidding to discuss. We came, my love, around, above, below. Gave firefly of the night we come and go. Nor ask a reason, save the angel nod. She grants to us as granted by her God. But Angelo, then thine gray time unfurled, never as fairy wings over fair world. Dim was little disc and angel eyes, alone could see the phantom in the skies. When first Alaroth knew her course to be, headlong thitherward over the starry sea, but when its glory swelled upon the sky, as glory beauties bust beneath man's eye, we paused before the heritage of men, and the star trembled as doth beauty then. Thus in discourse the lovers veiled away, and the night that waned and waned and brought no day, they fell for heaven to them no hope imparts, for who hear not for the beating of thy hearts.